Announcement. The revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution Podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. Hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. What's up, guys? Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Super excited to be here on another episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the stories of the entrepreneurs who are pushing this incredible industry forward. It is our mission to help you understand the truth about cannabis and hemp so that you can make empowered decisions about how you want to care for yourself, the people that you love, conditions you may be suffering from, or helping you build a successful business inside of this incredible and very exciting and yet kind of challenging industry. Today, we are going to be following the story of an entrepreneur who has been around cannabis for over 15 years, growing product formulation, RSO, or Rick Simpson's oil education and CBD farming, as well as being a brand owner. Our guest today has seen and done quite a bit in his years involved with the Canna Hustle. Ladies and gentlemen, Help me welcome our good friend, Jake Williams. What's going on, Jake? How's it going? Hello, Sonia. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here. And I love discussing anything Canon related. So I look forward to this. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, let's dive right into let's right, dive right into the meat of it. Why don't you share a little bit with us about your background pre-cannabis and mm-hmm. how you ended up in the cannabis industry? Absolutely. So really what started with me was finding a different method to help my pain and issues. I went through multiple sports injuries uh, in my freshman year of college. That's what kind of stopped me from going in and playing football in college was due to my shoulder injuries and my knee injury. Uh, Torn ACL, multiple dislocations on my shoulder. I had a major shoulder surgery, have two anchors that are drilled into my um, a shoulder joint that prevented from dislocating. And that's when I was 18 going on 19 and, and the doctor, you know, prescribed me tons of pain meds. And, and I just realized from, from first two weeks in, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to do well. I, I didn't feel well. I was lethargic, just wasn't, you know, living a quality of life and, and being, and I grew up, um, in Northern New Mexico, right south of Colorado. So, you know, cannabis was kind of always around and, and I did consume it and I knew, you know what, this plant has a reason. It makes me feel better. And I knew there was a reason for this plant to be around. So after realizing that it actually helped me out with my pain and, and just quality of life. And this was in the early two thousands that I just decided to kind of go full fledged with this plant and find out where it would take me to help other people and to hear other people and see through the years, how it's helped them in their struggles from everything that that they've been on prescription pills to cancer meds to even my mom going through cancer and her chemo, how you know helped her with her cannabis, just to see it firsthand affect how it helps people that it doesn't matter what, what the government reports say or any of their studies. I know firsthand that how it truly helps people. And to be to be a part of this and and not to be, you know, in my office, in my real estate building, you know, in my cubicle working, I would so rather be out here helping people, being around this plant and educating and just being a voice for this plant to help people out and to make, you know, a better choice for their body and their quality of life. 
Love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, uh, is your mom still around? Is she well today? She is. Yeah, she is. She's a lot better. And she still, she likes her gummies here and there because it really makes her feel better. And, and I have another friend going through breast cancer right now that I made some Rick Simpson oil for, and I check in with her about once a week, once every two weeks, just to see how she's doing. And, you know, she even says it, it's amazing how much it helps her sleep. And, you know, when you're going through chemo, you could go up and down, up and down. But with her being able to sleep, you're able, you know, that's when your body repairs itself is during sleep. So she's able to get her sleep and really just get that energy back that that she needs during her day. Nice. Love that. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy that she's still around and and doing well. I'd love to hear a little bit more in detail because I know that in the cannabis space, you're covering quite a few bases. So why don't you share with us your brand, your business, and what your guys' main focus is? Absolutely. So my brand, uh, we have a couple of brands. We're just you know getting started right now. One is the Yellow Jacket Hemp Company, which represents our farm in Yellow Jacket, Colorado, here in the south part, southwest part of Colorado. And we really focus on kind of full spectrum. Really want you know to have that full cannabinoid profile for for every person to have their tinctures, their muscle rubs, their lotions, and you know we're going to be offering some honey. We had some honey boxes out here on our box this year or on our farm nice. that we partnered with. So we have a bunch of honey that we want to do too. So and then also we have a THC free brand, uh, re CBD for repair, recover, restore. Cause there are people that do want that THC free that, you know, due to a drug test or a job. And I know it's, it's hard telling people that yes, it is THC free. And you do definitely have to explain to them the difference between you know, an isolate product and a full spectrum. And, and so that they'll know. And also we're working on uh, two tattoo aftercare products that I've worked, we kind of work on past eight, nine months on talking to multiple artists and also just the individual people with tattoos is kind of what they're looking for and we're getting ready to come out with a new brand called cbd inked and we're going to have a a a petroleum jelly product kind of like an aquaphor because a lot of people do like the aquaphor and then also we're going to have a lotion so and then beyond that we are you know we are a farm uh we grow it here you know in colorado which is a perfect climate for him and then we partnered with a lab all the way in north carolina but it's a wonderful up-and-coming lab a can of vessel labs and they wanted, you know, Colorado specific hemp. So we partnered with them to kind of really grow our brand other than doing the biomass, but we actually get the oil because we want to use that oil in our products and also sell it retail and wholesale throughout the country and also world. So, yeah, nice to share with me a little bit about the challenges that you are facing as a new company in the hemp market. Um, we know that there's a ton of saturation right now, as far as brands go. And a lot of companies who are developing products are looking on how they can move their product distribution online. Share with me a little, uh, a few of the challenges that you're up against right now and trying to get started and increase sales for your, for your brand. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we're, um, we're just a little guy in the space compared to, you know, like you said, there's so many people coming on companies and brands. And then there are some little people are people too. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> like, let's say, let's say my, my, like my high labs, there's, you know, they have a pretty good grip on the, on the industry. And now they're offering, you know, let's say their wholesale or their private label brands, yeah. whereas anybody could call them and get their tinctures or muscle rubs and just put a label on it and sell it. Um, so we're, you know, we compete with everyone in the market, which is fine because, you know, competition really show, brings out the best in, in brands and companies and, and just the products themselves. Yeah. But um, first and foremost, we're located in Southwest Colorado. So not even hemp related, just 
just in general life related, um, everything's harder to get out here in Southwest Colorado. It takes longer for trucks to get here. So getting anything from dirt to equipment to anything just takes longer to get out into this. <laughs> yeah. Not like Denver, you're right by I-25 and I-70. So it's easy to totally. get kind of fast. And now yeah. where we are, it always takes a couple of days, you know, to get things out here, but more as even hemp related. Yeah. You know, it's a very emerging industry. There's a lot of people jumping in and my, you know, distribution is the main thing. Yes. I could, I could have products. What makes my product unique compared to all the other ones. So that's kind of where I'm going to be kind of gearing towards is the tattoo industry right now, just because to me, CBD inflammation, skin repair, it goes hand in hand with that. So I really just want to kind of maybe focus in on that little part of the industry, you know, go to, go to trade shows because yes, I could go to CBD trade shows, but there's, you know, a hundred other booths carrying the same thing as me. So I'm going to plan on going to some tattoo trade shows coming up because there's going to be, you know, hundreds of booths, but yet I might be the only CBD aftercare product that has that booth right then. So at least I want to kind of want to jump in early. I think that's the key to this is kind of getting in early and trying to get your market share and and really just trying to build that that brand and and also customer service and having a really solid product and and really be geared towards, you know, the medicinal benefit of the cannabis plant and not geared towards profit. So that's kind of my thing is is really be focused on the product itself and also the people how it could benefit their life because you're really bringing value to them. If you bring them a product that that increases their life or makes them better, you've already brought them value to their lives. I I have to a hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, so going into trade shows shows and tagging into a market that may. Uh, not have such a saturation is a really good strategy. I've talked to a lot of brands who are leveraging the trade show and trying to find related industries to start featuring at because you go to a farmer's market or you go to any one of these trade shows that are industry specific, there's 10,000. Right. Me Too products out there. Um, and everyone right now is looking for the key differentiators. I'm talking to hundreds of retail store owners. I'm talking to, um, you know, hundreds and if not thousands of brands and business owners. And the biggest challenge right now is standing out in a noisy marketplace and then also being able to effectively market online. Do you think that most of your distribution is going to be happening on or offline? You know, I think in the beginning, it is going to be online due to we're just uh, launched our website. It's just getting ready to get launched. Uh, we're going to be start doing, you know, $300 a month and paid ads and, and just to see if we can bring in something like that. But I do anticipate bringing in a lot of more business offline just by going to those trade shows and getting those, you know, business to business relationships started and just the word of mouth. Um, hopefully we'll start to take it off versus just doing an online platform and putting something live and, and hoping, you know, funnels or traffic and things will come your way. Um, I believe it's, it's a twofold. You need to do all of it. You need to do that. You need to do the business to business or the peer to peer and, and really just build everything organically. Whereas, you know, other brands already have that, the cash flow or, or just that market um, viability where they can market themselves already out there versus just someone starting out, you know, uh, at the bottom up. So we're, we plan on doing both. And I do see more coming online uh, through my cannabis, you know, experience through the years. A lot of it is word of mouth right now through, you know, people I know and things. So I do hope to add more value with search engine optimization. And when we go to events, you know, tagging photos on your website to that event and to that city. So, you know, Google will find, you know, that tag and will relate you to someone's search engine that's searching you in that same area. And, and it's really, yeah, it's just building that brand from the, 
the brand from the bottom up and doing both of those is is kind of what we're going to be focusing on. I have a lot of brands in the business and and let me know if you don't want to show your underwear, it's totally fine. But I want to ask anyways. Um, I have a lot of folks who are watching the industry, watching the business, they're wanting to get started, but don't really understand the how capital intensive it can be to get started. Now there's some businesses who've started with a thousand dollars then our white labeling product and, you know, and doing all of their distribution online. There's others who invested tens of thousands of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars to get started here. What for you was a startup capital um, to get to where you are right now? How much time and how much money do you have invested into getting this brand going? And again, you can answer yeah. that or you cannot answer that, but we like no. to ask what color underwear you're wearing. On yeah, that. yeah. Well, that's the easy part because... To me, starting the brand was on the cheaper side compared to starting a farm where we had to go buy land and equipment and things. Mm-hmm. But for me, starting the brand, I had about $5,000 wrapped up into it in the beginning, you know, uh, from from hiring uh, product designers or label designers and thinking of ideas and going back and forth. A lot of the product formulation has been done on me for my my terpenes, what we use in our muscle rubs, also our tinctures. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that was kind of done in-house and just playing around with stuff on on kind of a low budget just once we figured out what we liked but yeah in the beginning i had about five thousand wrapped up into uh just to get started so but then if you're talking on a farm you know there's hundreds of thousands of dollars in that too so it's it's twofold if it's just for a brand person i think minimum you know someone should invest at least you know have five thousand dollars to work with on the minimum you know yeah people that say 40 to 50 you know absolutely it's just what you have to work with i think you could still make something great off of five thousand if you're starting in especially if you're in in a city let's say like phoenix where you have you know you know a population around you i think you're able to work with that a lot better than just a small town Mm -hmm. anywhere else because you don't have that foot traffic or all those extra stores you could reach out to so i at least for me yes it was five thousand Okay. Awesome. Love that. Um, You know, in this segment of the show, we love to share some words of wisdom. And as I mentioned, there's a mixed bag of people who are listening to the show. That's right, listeners. I just called you a mixed bag. Don't hate. But uh, (laughs) literally, there's a good group of folks from all different walks of life, all different levels of experience who listen to our show. Perhaps some of them want to get involved with the industry, but are walking cautiously because they don't want to hit any snags. And I was speaking with my dad last night and he was like, uh, he's from Argentina, so he's got this thick accent, which is just the best thing ever. He goes, you know, Sonia, in, in life, there's a lot of traps in the road. And I'm like, yeah, there are traps in the road. And the the people who are listening to us, they want to make sure that they avoid as many of those bear traps as possible Mm -hmm. while they're, while they're cruising down the line. Um, Likewise for brands that are already established or maybe a few miles down the road are trying to figure out how to break certain glass ceilings or just need that word of encouragement to stay on track when they feel like they want to jump ship. So I would love to hear from you. What are some pieces of advice that you could offer our listeners that might help them troubleshoot any of the challenges that they're up against, or perhaps gain the confidence that they need to get started in the industry? Absolutely. And and that's a great thought because, you know, with this being such a new industry, there are pitfalls. There are so many traps I could go into. And and I have a farm two miles away from me that planted 70 acres worth of plants that they partnered with a place that they thought they were getting feminized 
plants come to be. They were just regular plants, you know, 50-50. They had males and females. And we're here beginning of December, and they still have 60 acres worth of plants out in their field. They didn't even chop it or anything. You know, he lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So first and foremost is know who you partner with. You know, if you're a brand or if you're a farm, know who, you know, is in that circle of sphere that's with you. Who are you partnering with? Who are you know who you're dealing business with, you know, Mm -hmm. no, ask for referrals. You know, if you're talking to a consultant, ask them for, you know, five, 10 other farms that they've worked with. So you could actually call them and ask them. Um, But really know who the people you work with. First and foremost, also have a vision and mission or a mission and vision statement. So in times you do come back and you feel lost, you could go back to your mission and vision statement and reread it and really maybe you'll realign you on, on your thoughts or how you feel. And and also too, this is cannabis and this is a plant. And yet it is still so new and there's not a lot of studies out there to exactly tell us what it is good for. We as humans know this is a good plant. So you need to realize that this is for health and medicine and really, you know, have that in your alignment that you're here to help people and that you want to help people. You know, you're not, yes, this is capitalism here in America. Everybody has a right to make a profit. Absolutely. But still know that at the heart of it, that you're here to help people to make their, their life a better quality of life. Because, you know, even at me at, at the end of the day, when I hear some of the, the stories that I've helped out, you know, I have a gentleman in his, I think late sixties, that's, you know, diabetic and he's had these skin issues. And when he started taking his tincture and his high and his full spectrum lotion that I would make him, it cleared up his skin instantly. And just he's like, I've been on medications for 20 years trying to do this. And your lotion that you made me cleared it up in months. So just to kind of revalue, you know, hear those stories and, and maybe even uh, pass those stories on. You know, I plan on doing some some uh, digital marketing, but also some digital content with some of these, you know, actual stories and get them on the website so people can hear, you know, because I knew there was a report that came out last week that said the FDA said CBD could be toxic to the liver or there was something along those lines. But it seems like there's more negative stuff that comes out about cannabis than positive. And then you realize, oh, it comes out from a government-funded agency or things like that. <laughs> so you really got to understand where things come from. Whereas if you're doing business with or also if if you're, you know, looking at a study, you know, definitely know where anything is that coming from. And, and again, it's really, it's teamwork, you know, team to me stands for together. Everyone achieves more. So if you line yourself with people that are going to bring you up and, and make you better as you could provide them something too, you know, it's, it's success by numbers. So if you could align yourself with the right people, I think that is going to be key for someone starting off just right now in the industry that let's say is coming from a marketing background or you're even just a growing aspect of an alfalfa farmer. But if you align yourself with the right people in that sector of industry you're going to deal with, I think will uh, add to your success. What wonderful. I mean, literally badass. I love it. Okay. Let's see what I can, let's see what kind of value I can piggyback on. Um, Cause that's, that's some pretty good stuff right there. Um, uh, Number one, I'll say for those of you guys who are just getting started or who are a little bit further along in your business, this is a blanket statement that applies to everybody. You don't know what you don't know. And I come across this in my own business all the time where I'm having to reach out to folks who are further ahead than I am, who have accomplished things that I have not yet accomplished. And I, what I'm finding out is that the theory of something versus the actual putting it into practice are two very different things. And it's tough to navigate your way through uncharted territory. So if you haven't achieved a certain level of success or you 
haven't tested or tried a specific strategy in your business, um, or you're trying to implement a new tactic, it's really, really important for you to have an in- a a mentor, um, really invest into your mentorship and your coaching and your consulting. Um, I absolutely get the credentials, but having that person, even if you keep them on retainer to call during those tough moments where you're like, hello, um, you know, I'm getting ready to do this business or I'm getting ready to make this partnership. What do you think about this? Or have you ever done X, Y, and Z? And what were the results? Just having that sounding board of somebody who can listen to you as the leader leader is so super important. There's two different kinds of leaders. There's the teaching teacher and the leading learner. And you as a leader in your business, whether you're a two-man team or a one-man show, you really have to invest into having that access to those higher level people who have made it a little bit further down the line and can bring the value that you need to make those quantum leaps in short periods of time. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing that I'll say is that time is money. So the more time that you take trying to figure it out on your own, the more money you're going to spend and potentially waste, you know, again, trying to navigate something on your own. There are so, there are thousands of very smart people in this industry who can support you getting to where it is that you want to go. And sooner than later, we are going to find ourselves in a situation where we have to adopt the mentality of together as one, all for one and one for all. How you do business is going to affect the way that I'm able to do business. And it's going to affect the way that this industry is being viewed from the outside looking in. So it's really important that we as an industry decide and hold each other accountable to um, being operating at a certain level of professionalism and adopting the good practices from other successful industries and applying it to our own. Um, And then the final thing that I will say is that this is a numbers game. There's not, there's no secret sauce. There's, you know, there's, there are no, there's nothing new. There's no new ideas. There's only ways that you have to innovate what's an already in existence in order to survive and thrive in this space. So my recommendation to you is to find the capital, the resources, the team, and the time to apply yourself to situations where you can be in front of the most numbers. And if you get in front of a hundred people, 10 of them are bound to buy. Right. If you get into a thousand in front of a thousand people, a hundred of them are bound to buy. Um, whether you're on or offline, this is a numbers game. So get your resources together and make sure that everything that you're doing is putting your brand and your product in front of as many people as possible, so that you can generate consistency in your sales and, more importantly, build a brand recognition, trust, and respect with the consumers who are following you. Those are my words of wisdom. I like it. I like it. And to piggyback too, it's kind of like the 80-20 rule. You know, if you're familiar with that, you know, I am. You know, 80% of the business is done by, you know, 20% of the companies. And and you know, through the years, it will come to be where the cream will rise to the top. Yeah. And you want to be a part of that cream. Whereas if you do the things that you just listed out, that will absolutely help you with success. What are you most grateful for being in this business? Uh, I'm gonna ask this is a twofold question. I'd love to know what you're most afraid of as a business owner, knowing how quickly the times are changing. But then I'd also like to ask you the question, what are you most grateful for um, being a part of this business? 
for sure. Well, I'll, I'll just do the worst one first, you know, the negative comment. You know, <laughs> of course, what I, what I fear is, is losing everything. Let's say if, if, you know, even this year we had a late plant and we didn't produce as much as we wanted, but we still, you know, had, had a successful year for our, our year one here at this property. So definitely, you know, losing it all is my number one fear, but sometimes, you know, you let that, you know, let that fear spark you in your ass and it gets you to work. So, <laughs> but really what I'm grateful for is everything is from, you know, my family through all this, um, to really bring it in. Cause we're a family dynamic business out here with my dad, my stepdad, my mom, you know, we have all the workers that I brought on the to actually knowing the people that we help is, is really what I'm thankful for because, this plant has a reason to be on this earth. This plant has been here since, you know, before biblical times. It's this plant is here for a reason. And for us to finally be able to to get some of the handcuffs taken off and for everyone to work with it and really realize. And I look forward to where it's going in the future because I'm I'm a big proponent mm-hmm. of THC and and all other cannabinoids. So I can't wait until, you know, it's easier to really you know, expand my farm and my business and other brands, just not from CBD or CBG or CB, you know, other cannabinoids, but also THC, because there there's clinical studies to show how THC shrinks or shrinks tumor cancer growth. So mm-hmm. to me, it's just, I just can't wait to really work with uh, the world because this is a worldwide product. And, and I look forward to, to next year and the year after and into the brands to start to grow because, you know, talking to other people and seeing their brands and it just makes, you know, everybody, like you say, work together, you know, and like I said, teamwork or team stands for together. Everyone achieves more. So if people aren't, you know, if two brands, instead of fighting against each other, they could somehow realize how they could work together. I think that's where it's going to go in the future, where everyone's working together to really build this. Since it's so new, that's kind of, I think, the mindset where everyone has to have is let's work as a team. You know, there's a lot of slices of the pie still out there. So instead of, you know, stomping on your, your competitor, why don't you work with your competitor to actually build each other up right now? So that's what I look forward to. Love that. Absolutely love that. Well, I'm so grateful for the work and the time that you're doing, um, the, the time that you're putting into building your brand. I love the small town vibe um, of the brands that, you know, the, the brands that are coming from the small town vibes are mm-hmm. always have a place in my heart because I, yeah. I come from the old school of the industry, you know, and I b- really believe that the folks who have been out in the hills doing this for a long time, 15, yeah. 20 years deserve yeah. the opportunity to succeed here because they're most familiar with the plant and, and what mm-hmm. it's actually capable of. Um, so really super grateful for that and excited to continue to celebrate your success and even yeah contribute to your success um now that we're now that we are in contact i think yes we can do to continue to support you and i'm really excited to be working collaboratively to to raise awareness around your brand um can you share with our audience where they can find more about you or um your brand yes you know other than facebook which is my name is jacob williams but uh, my website is yellowjacketcbd.com and that is yellowjacketcbd.com. And it's just about to get launched. We're having, adding more pictures, more um, products. We're going to have some more interactive videos coming up this wintertime. And then such as uh, next spring and summer, we'll have updated videos of the procedures of you know the plants growing and everything. So I look forward to adding more content to the website. 
amazing you guys heard it here yellow jacket cbd.com is where you can check them out and all of their products check out jake williams on facebook and you will continue to hear more as they are growing on the internet um on their internet at least we will be continuing to check in and check up on these thriving businesses that you guys are getting exposed to here on the hemp revolution podcast i am so super excited to be in service to every single one of you guys who are listening in, if whether you're a business owner or um, a brand ambassador, or perhaps just somebody who loves the CBD and cannabis products and movement. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this incredible community. If you are looking for brands that you can depend on to deliver the results, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you are a business or budding entrepreneur looking how to break through the glass ceilings and accelerate your success in the fastest growing industry in the world, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com. We are happy to help. Any last words, Jake, before we finish today's interview? No, I appreciate it. I always love chatting with fellow, you know, canna canna people and and especially when it comes to brands and marketing. It's so new in this industry because cannabis has always been illegal. It's always been, you know, meeting your friend in a parking lot or something like that. But now that it's coming on legal and where the brands and packaging and everything's going to be taking off, I look forward to talking to you in the future and getting feedback and, and things like that. So remember when you had to tell your mom that you're like, Oh, I'm going to just go get a slushy at Seven Eleven and like yeah. you <laughs> come back. My mom no, was like, sure you are. <laughs> yeah. No slushy and red eyes. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Lots changed. So I know. I know. So funny. Thanks so much for being on the show. And for those of you guys who are tuning in, I'm your host with the most Sonia Gomez. And this is the Hemp Revolution podcast. We will see you guys on our next show, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.